0: Hello again, it's Craig. This is AADA, and thanks so much for listening. This is episode 162. And today I'm talking about, well, doing things that you're rubbish at. It's quite a simple concept, and it's something that I've been pushing inside myself for for a little while. And I kind of want to share my story on it because I think it's something that enough people, well, no, not enough people, that too little people, don't do not enough people do this thing let's start from the beginning about maybe 2 or 3 years ago i figured out that i had no hobbies my my only hobby was going to the gym and exercising and running and that's not much of a hobby really is it and a lot of people say that exercise can be a hobby but i don't necessarily agree and as soon as i realized that i started to think about hobbies that I'd maybe want to try. And way back then, I tried a couple of things. The first thing I tried was playing guitar, which I I was absolutely terrible at. Seriously, I was absolutely rubbish at it. And actually, I used to have a bass guitar probably 10 years ago or something. And I used to really enjoy playing bass guitar. And then when I got an actual guitar, an electric guitar, I also bought um, the video game to go along with it. The name of it's completely gone out of my head at the worst possible time. Nope, it's gone. Can't remember it at all. Anyway, that game, that game where you could plug your own electric guitar in and play it through Xbox. Rocksmith. Rocksmith. I've remembered it. It's called Rocksmith. Yeah, so I bought Rocksmith and uh, plugged my guitar in and actually tried playing my guitar through my Xbox as well, and I, I was just so bad at it. So, so bad at it. And because at that point, I'd not done anything that I was bad at for a long time. Because the only thing I really do is design things and make websites at that point, And because I'd gotten good at exercising at that point, there was nothing that I was really bad at anymore. And this is the thing that I want to talk about today. When we first turn up on this earth, we're just rubbish at everything. You know, when, when we're zero years old and we we're, we're sat there and we can't do anything. We can't walk. We can't talk. We can't really feed ourselves. We just can't do anything. There's, there's nothing that we're good at. And then when we get a little bit older, we get good at some stuff. We can start to walk. We can start to talk. We can eat for ourselves. We can walk around and hold conversations and all that kind of stuff. And then when we get a little bit older than that, we get good at quite a few things And we get used to that feeling, so when we start to get to 16 and 20, we've usually figured out what we're good at, and by that point, we stick at that thing that we're good at, because we like to get better at things. As humans, you like to progress, and you like to become a master at something. That's a nice thing to achieve, to become really good at something, because it's not good. It's not a nice feeling, being rubbish at everything all the time. So we we kind of we figure out what we're good at and then we just keep pursuing that same thing. For me, it was design and making websites and I figured out that I was good at making websites or I became good at making websites and I was good at design and I became good at design. And along the way, you kind of get to a point where you don't really like feeling inadequate at something anymore because you forget what that feels like. You get so good at something that you kind of forget being bad at it. I can't, for example, with design, I can't think of myself as not knowing design anymore. I can't think of myself as making a bad design. Obviously I, I make bad design stuff all the time still, but I don't make stupid mistakes and I can't imagine myself never knowing what to do with the design anymore. It comes so naturally and writing websites as well. It comes so naturally. I can just pick up a computer, pick up a text editor and just start writing a website. It comes so naturally, just like driving a car comes so naturally because I've been doing it for so long and we get used to those feelings and we get used to feeling that nice, warm feeling that we're good at something and we don't have to push ourselves beyond that because we get to a point where those skills are all we need in life, really. You don't have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But I wanted to. I wanted to push myself out of my comfort zone. So I tried two things. And one of the things I talk about all the time, in fact, it's three things really. One of the things I talk about all the time is where I do these challenges. I do things where I do a thing a day for 365 days. The reason I do those is to push myself out of my comfort zone and to stop doing the same thing all the time and learn something that I don't know. That's the whole reason for me doing it. And also reminding myself that I'm inadequate, reminding, them, reminding myself that I'm rubbish at something. That's a really powerful thing to keep reminding yourself of. It keeps you humble It keeps you honest. It reminds you that you're not perfect at everything because it's so easy to sit in your little bubble because you're a good designer or because you're a good web developer because you're a good lawyer or an accountant. You can sit in your high and mighty little bubble and forget that you're rubbish at things and the automatic thing for people to do when they're rubbish at something is to stop or never start and that's also, why I decided to take up podcasting, because I was rubbish at it. I'd never done it. And when I started it, I was rubbish at it, and I stuck at it. And then, eventually, you get better at it, which is why I also started jujitsu jitsu last year. Right now, I'm not actively training jujitsu because I haven't got the time. Because when I changed my podcast to 80, from episode 80 to episode 150, it took me so much time to do my podcast... I didn't have time to do jujitsu. Jiu- put my teeth back in. I didn't have time to do jujitsu anymore, which really saddened me. And now I've switched my podcast back, and it doesn't take me as long to do my podcast. I'm going to be going back to do jujitsu really soon. But jujitsu was a really difficult thing for me to start because it plays with all those natural anxieties that you've got as a human being. When I've never done any martial arts before, and when I first stepped through that door at jiu-jitsu, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know how to tie my own belt, and I put my trousers on the wrong way. I just didn't know anything at all about martial arts. I didn't get it. I didn't know anything at all. I had no frames of reference. And with jiu-jitsu as well, it's not even a standing fighting discipline. So I didn't even understand that bit. I do, I couldn't even punch people. Everybody knows how to punch people but I couldn't even do that. So I understood zero. I understood literally nothing about jiu-jitsu. And even though I've been doing it about six months, maybe eight months, I still don't really feel like I know much about jiu-jitsu, but I know a bit more. I know a bit more than I did eight months ago. And starting those kinds of things like jiu-jitsu unlike like things that you know nothing about just makes you better and it actually helps your brain because you keep firing new synapses and you're making new connections inside your brain and it's really important that you do that that you keep doing that because if you stop doing that and you just keep trying to get better at the thing you're already better at your brain starts to die off and i've got no i've got no scientific evidence for this but i do i do think that The reason why a lot of people when they retire and they don't really take up a hobby or they stop learning new things, the reason they wilt and their brains get worse is because they're not using them anymore. And that applies to now as well. If you're stuck in a dead-end job or if you're not pushing your brain to learn new things all the time, your brain forgets how to learn new things or it gets worse at learning new things. And that's why it's so important to keep doing things that you're rubbish at. The other bonus thing to it is taking up a hobby. And when you take up a hobby, you kind of, you push yourself out of your comfort zone. And I always think that that's really important as a human being, not, not as anything else, not even as a designer or anything. It's really important as a human being that you keep pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and taking up a new hobby that you know nothing about is a really easy way, well, I say easy way, if if you're not socially anxious, it's an easy way, but it's an easy way to make big gains in your brain. So that was episode 162. Thanks so much for listening, as always. If you want to find the show notes about this episode, go over to askadesignoranything.com forward slash EP162. I'm back tomorrow with another episode just like this one, and I hope you'll join me. Thanks so much for listening again, and I'll see you then.